This is the podcast about the meaning of concepts in business. explore more about you know your uh, your field and uh, your perspective and since this this kind of podcast is already on record you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) so we just started like out of the blue (laughs) because probably we we know each other uh, a bit you know uh, through through the the connections Um, but just for our listeners and for you know the people who who following us uh, this time, surprise, surprise, is a different voice and it's a different person who's actually hosting. So I just want to um, inform everyone who's listening that uh, it's, it's just me, the, the podcast uh, producer, <laughs> sitting <laughs> on here <laughs> because our host is, is traveling around the world with uh, another project. Uh, she's also the teacher, you know, and she's also working with adolescents and uh higher education and like you know where the people need to choose their their path uh, for the future so um she's at the moment like you know in the different parts of the world uh, forming the program for 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 these young people mm. so i'm covering uh, her seats uh and uh, i'm really excited because you know finally i, I also got some uh, <laughs> I'm talking, talking here, you know, <laughs> and to meet the the, the guest of of, um, of our podcast. Um, so today, um, I would like to, you know, welcome uh, Sabina Somochi. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. It? Oh, very close, very close, but it's uh, not easy. Could you pronounce it yourself? Like, I know yeah. From. And you're originally from Hungary, as understood. That's right? correct. That's correct. Yes. So it's Sabina Shomogi. Shomogi. Wow. Yeah. S and O makes us esh. The S by itself, without the Z, makes this esh sound. Wow. And then the G and Y together makes this J sound that is also not easy for foreigners. So I, I don't blame people when they can't pronounce my name. Could you elaborate more about the positive psychologist? Because I know this term and, and um, not very familiar with the deeper meaning. And so maybe you can elaborate on the concept itself. And at the same time, um tell us this your story like how you have chosen this specific area of psychology yes definitely definitely that's the question i love so because i love to promote positive psychology and i think it's an amazing area so positive psychology is a part of the discipline of psychology And whereas traditional psychology is more deficit-focused, generally speaking, positive psychology wants to complement it. So it was born out of the thought uh, that we need to also know what makes a good life. How can we flourish? Not only how can we come out of mental dysfunctions or or illnesses, but what makes a content life with meaning? So positive psychology is researching that and also how to already rely on our strengths, our resources, how to build up more healthy coping mechanisms and how to elicit more feelings that are helpful to live the life basically we desire to live. And I always say, because some in some countries, especially the word positive psychology calls in feelings of like, oh, you know, but it's not healthy to only focus on the positive and suppress the negative. And we need to clarify that it's not at all about that. So positive psychology is very well aware 
that the so-called negative feelings are functional and we have to acknowledge them and basically learn to manage all sorts of feelings. So it's not about ignoring and suppressing negative feelings. It's about being able to learn healthy coping mechanisms and learn to manage all sorts of feelings. Um, you in it, how? Yes, yeah, so my journey. Um, <laughs> so it was quite a while ago, back in Hungary, when I um, completed my bachelor in traditional psychology. And partially, I was very young and immature when I did that. I definitely wasn't ready to practice psychology. So my journey also led me to, to the UK, led me to a different job. And as I was progressing in my position at, at that job that was in hospitality, that was actually from hostess to go to um, supervisor, then events manager. And it was a lovely environment, but I needed more meaning for myself. So my, I knew that my way is different and I had to, I was just thinking there was a, video where they ask the question what is it that you would do even for free you know when time flies and it's always self-development it's always about curiosity around people's thinking behavior emotions so i realized that is definitely psychology or something around coaching and that's when i come across the Masters of Applied Positive Psychology and Coaching Psychology at the University of East London. And it was love at first sight. So I'm usually not a very quickly decisive person, but this was like, that's what I want. And, and I, I just applied to that one course and luckily I got accepted. And I just loved every bit of it. So I loved the learning process. It was very, it is called applied for a reason. So from the beginning, we started to coach and practice. It was very practice focused as well. And once I completed it, I founded my company called Conscious Power. And it is specializing on positive psychology and coaching. So I, I don't know if I should continue because I could talk no, about it for ages. No, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like when, when, you, when you're doing what you love, you, you, nobody can stop you, like, you know, talking <laughs> about it. <laughs> Absolutely. I believe you are the same. <laughs> Biz Culture. This is the podcast about the meaning of concepts in business. Why do we still go and ask for advices for psychologists? And, you know, and why particular this positive psychology? Because I think it recently kind of popped up as a quite popular concept. Um, why do we still, even as in the business context, why do we still need to look at this concept? Mm, right very 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 good question so as you said it is very true that where we deal with humans there is some sort of psychology involved but usually it's more it's not conscious and just people whose background is not in psychology even when we have the best intentions to help others it is going to come from our own conditioning from our own judgments of what is right or wrong many times from our own experiences which might be very unique experience and might not work for others so usually what happens that is that we bring our own let's say life material life experience opinions and most people with good intention try to give advice. Now, 
psychology, positive psychology coaching is very different from that. That's what we learned for years is how to park our own judgment, how to park our own opinions, because we need to work with the content of the other person, with the values, the personality. And even if it's an organization, it is about first exploring what is it that, where are they coming from? What is their mission? What do they find important? Because what you find important and valuable in your life might be very different from what I find important and valuable. And now me trying to give you advice based on what I find important will not work for you. So that's, I think, one of the biggest differences that we try to work with the the values, the content, the challenges of the other person and not trying to push our own life experience and agenda, let's say. The other thing I just wanted to mention is the blind spots. Uh-huh. And most of the people in our lives have some, um, interest is not a good word, but still some emotional involvement with us so <clears throat> there is less objectivity in the attitude to you and when a psychologist or coach works with you there isn't so much emotional involvement of course i'm not saying there is zero because we are human if you tell me a sad story i'm going to be touched and it will evoke some emotions but i will be able to take that step back and you know look from like a bird's eye view from above and analyze the situation in a different way than a friend or family member would do that. So basically what you're saying is that our environment influence our formulation of the values? Uh, Let me put into the right words. Maybe virtues are like, you know, the, the different concepts used. That too, but what I would rather say is that not on a conscious level, but instead of focusing on your specific personality and your journey, most people are very influenced by their own. And I'm not blaming anyone because unless you go to learn therapy or you somehow self-teach yourself um, it's difficult to step out of our own perspective and that's what happens that you rather speak through the filter of your own life experiences and values and try to help the others through that and that's not necessarily helpful i don't know if that happened to you that you try to give advice and help somebody and they won't do it like there is a resistance in people to to be told what to do and that's why psychology and coaching is so helpful because it's not at all about telling you what to do it's facilitating and eliciting your own motivation your own solutions empowering exactly i love that word yeah yeah Yeah, i learned this uh, this concept uh, quite in depth when when i also took the 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 course um, you know the training course with the consulate um but going back to the that you know that that um, the statement that we usually uh, judge through our own perspective, like or we we always go through our own perspective. Mm-hmm. But what influence our own perspective? Is it is mm-hmm. it really ours? Is it or is it a combination of different kind of patterns which we caught up from our environment? You know that that's the main argument for me. It's like because in the society we we're going with the particular social roles which we obliged to carry on it's like being a father mother 
uh, teacher, um, a citizen, a worker, employer, uh, leader, you know, you name it, you know, what kind of roles yeah. we, we usually contain in ourselves. And each that role has a particular social norms, let's call it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, how are we supposed to kind of act if we are like in this position? So we end up with the collection of the different kind of uh, rules and regulations for our own perspective. So my question is, when in this complex structural perspective, where our perspective lies, actually? Hmm. Exactly. That's a great question. And it is one of the, I would say, it's a part of the therapeutic process or even the coaching process is to start to sort out what is it that is authentic to you and what it is that is conditioned to you by your family, by your friends, by culture, social norms, as you say. And I think we can see a shift that now there is more and more questioning of the social norms. Like uh, there are many people now saying that, oh, actually, do I need to have children? Whereas I think a couple of decades ago, that was just the norm. That of course, like everyone has children. And that's just one example. So sorting that out, partially that is also values assessment. So what are the thoughts? values behaviors that are authentic to you and what are the ones that you picked up on the way probably subconsciously we we know all these kind of techniques and nowadays you can just basically google it and like read the article listen podcast or uh, listen to the video you know all these kind of how to elaborate and, and uh, on on this kind of uh, exploring your authenticity, but at the end of the this kind of um, uh, break of the reality, we need to go back to reality. <laughs> we need to go back to our jobs, you know, and to, to our environments where we soaked in soaked in into the environment where other people, let's say, do not practice this authenticity or, or we caught up in, uh, in, uh, in work where it has to be dealt very quickly, efficiently and according to the rules. So it's like basically we don't have even the space for our own perspective because this is how the job is done and we need mm. to do you know, it's usually there is a, a very common saying in, in, in business is like, this is how the business is done. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, okay, so where's the innovation coming? Where's the creativity is coming? Where's the authenticity is coming, you know? And mm -hmm. when the involvement of this, this is how the business is done, is happening. Right. So I think that the... Um depends very much on the organization as well uh, of the company culture how much freedom the person has as an individual to express themselves uh, or how hierarchical or author I, I always have difficulty to say this word authoritarian how authoritarian the style is and you just go in do what you are told and then go home. Now, what I see luckily that there is more and more space, more and more two-way communication opening up at most organizations. And as you say that, yes, we do all this work on ourselves and then it depends on the workplace how much space there is. But here and there, I think at every workplace there is some space to express yourself maybe at meetings or when you just negotiate about something and the more valuable you feel 
the more you know yourself, the more you know what matters to you, the better you can represent yourself. And that's why that's part of my job as well that I really, really love is this clarification and that leads to better authentic communication. Do, do you have like any kind of advice on how, how the person can spot within himself or herself uh, where, where that authenticity is actually wobbling inside of him? Mm, right. So and how to detect in a way, like how to feel that it's something wrong. It's, it's I'm not acting in, in totally as me. I see. To be honest, I think people usually feel a misalignment and discomfort. And usually that's something that pops up after. And we question, oh, why did I say that? That's not what I actually feel. That's not what I actually think, but I can tell you rather when you spot that you are authentic and how to find your values, because that also can lead to noticing when you are not authentic. So it can be a very long process. And if you haven't paid attention for a long time, then it requires a lot of focus and um what's the word okay i don't remember so a lot of focus let's say so i like to ask two questions specifically because that will show you what is it that you like to do in your free time so when you are not guided by others when you can just relax and be yourself and you make the decisions, how do you want to spend? So from that, we can start to instill what are the things that are most important to you. And another question is, what do you spend your money on? Now, again, it's not about the basic things that you have to spend your money on, but it's the choice when you have some extra what are those things? And from there, we start to distill that, okay, it looks like uh, learning is very important for you because you spend a lot of money on courses. So learning is one of your values. Now, when you are so bored at your workplace, let's say, you can bring it in. And when you know that learning is a value, very high value for me, and I am not being trained or challenged at my workplace. You can, that's what I mean by you can represent yourself better. If you sit down, analyze these questions, observe yourself and start to have the vocabulary for your values, the labels, and then you can also find at your workplace what is matching, what aligns, and what doesn't. And is there room for negotiation? Is there something we can do about it? And if you can bring it to your workplace. Wow, that's great. Thank you. Since, since this is a short kind of podcast, I would like to still go back uh, to you and um, maybe to explore a bit of how how you communicate in your in your you know work environment and the, for the start could you could you like you know I don't know tell if if you can of course but can can you tell a bit more uh, about your your clientele like you know how what kind of people are actually reaching out to you and, and um, what kind of usually the concerns they have with themselves? Like, I would like to, you know, explore a bit of more the trend of the people who actually right now in our society keep asking a particular questions and with what kind of questions you are dealing um, when they're coming to you. Right, absolutely, absolutely. So... Um, one of my main area is people pleasing. Partially it's because 
I consider myself as a recovered people pleaser with occasional lapses, but it's an area very close to my heart. And it's also the kind of clientele that I'm attracting. And I put my full heart into it. So usually what happens is that these people are amazing people who put their energy and care mainly into external things. You know, um, they give much more than they receive. And, but it is coming more from a place of being accepted. And I don't want to go too long, like too far back in the past, but it is part of, a, it's a result of a process of learning that being invisible, not having a voice and not showing yourself, not expressing yourself is safe. Unfortunately, that's the subconscious learning process, usually from childhood. And pleasing others, always attending to other people's needs and putting yourself to the background is what it is safe. And that is usually in our society, that is true. That is usually um, rewarded. People of these kinds are usually liked, but these people are taken for, gra for granted. And that starts to build up a resentment that how comes I do so much for others and I'm just taking for granted. And also it starts to show and um, these people start to wake up that I want to express my authentic self. I want to be in relationships where I'm not taken for granted and the central concept around that that helps a lot is the so-called win-win relationships. You know, to start to learn that you are just as valuable and worthy as anyone else. So if you listen, um, I'm not saying you are more worthy or more valuable, but minimum, like just as valuable, because usually these people place themselves below everyone else. So building up the confidence, the feeling of worthiness, the creation and expression of win-win relationships, that's what I love most currently. While you were speaking about this recently, well, yesterday I started listening to an audio book about them. I forgot the name, but it was basically we're talking about how to uh, have a courage to be disliked. <laughs> uh huh. And uh, and you know they they also explore this concept of like the bad and uh, uh, when when the the most of us is basically this is how the society is driven by like you know a feeling um, kind of not enough good in a particular way but in this in this sense we're putting ourselves very down and we try to put ourselves in the competing mode but mm. actually uh, to be not enough it's a in a way it's a good thing because it drives us to reach better to, to reach for a better version of ourselves you know Unfortunately, I think due to the, the very strong pressure of so many different rules and regulations for a particular, you know, actions or your social rules or anything in this society, uh, you kind of end up frustrated and the, the easiest part to win this game <laughs> is basically to become a people pleaser. Mm. It's, it's, I think it's the, the, the reverse of power relation when you, you're trying to please other people uh, in, in a way to win their uh, approval of the value of you, like, you know, that the 
when you when you please other people and when you're playing according to their expectations, you end up with the tag of your values. <laughs> right. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's a crazy it's okay. idea, but it just, just popped up in my head, you know? Unfortunately. Oh, there, there, <laughs> yes, there is a self-betrayal there. And it's it's too hard sometimes becoming too hard and you're losing yourself and you're not living your life yeah so you're exactly. living other people's life because you're trying to you know exceed their expectations and it's it's mm. crazy right yeah absolutely and i believe that yes you can use this as a coping mechanism to get acceptance and um other things but that acceptance is coming to the facade that you created. Yeah. And somewhere deep inside, I think people pleasers feel that it's not for their authentic self. And there is the desire. So I believe that in the long term, it's definitely working on that. And you can still be a kind, wonderful, helpful person and not be a people pleaser. So when you learn to set boundaries, you know, communicate your needs, communicate your desires in a win-win way. So you are taking into consideration our people's needs, desires, boundaries as well, but yours too. And that's the difference that people pleasers take only other people's needs, boundaries, desires into consideration and not their own. And that creates resentment in the long term and as we talked about it self-betrayal so i think you can have the best of both worlds having amazing authentic equal relationships where you still consider other people you just include yourself in this consideration yeah because like if you you keep pleasing other people and you're not pleasing yourself you know like there is a disbalance between the the value giving or, or, you know, the, um, the value creation or when there is this kind of disbalance is like you, 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 you are thief of yourself, you know, you're stealing from yourself. Mm. And uh, when you are swallowing your needs, mm. along with that comes food, alcohol, drugs, mm. um, even sex or any kind of pathological kind of substance to to change your need and you you start thinking like i'm just exploring i'm not sure you have psychologist so please correct me <laughs> i'm just elaborating the idea but i'm just you know going through through my own kind of uh, you know uh, thinking that when you're actually not satisfying your needs you still need to satisfy those needs somehow. So mm. you choose a very toxic habit, which in a way gives you the same feeling, but it's a very wrong meaning. It's a very wrong, deep-rooted um, uh, core or essence of that need. Um, mm. is, it, is it any kind of relation between those like... Um, uh, you know, toxic behaviors and the people pleasing kind of, is it? Um, it might as well happen, but usually because, you know, those toxic things are not very, uh, not accepted by others. And, you know, the people pleasers goal is to be accepted by others. That might happen, but I don't see it being very, common it might happen from time to time and also it might happen maybe in secret but usually what you say i would generalize more into unhealthy coping mechanisms and unhealthy need fulfillment and these mean, people pleasing saying yes when you want to say no it's part of that unhealthy coping mechanism um, yeah, it's just I'm just trying to understand, like you know how uh, 
because even like in especially in the business environment you have a lot of like situations where there is a lot of stress and there is a lot of peer pressure you know especially in like particularly like, you know meetings where there is a hierarchy of like you know influence on on the opinion or perspective um you know there are a lot of like this kind of drama games where you kind of well in 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 majority probably opinion is you're forced to swallow your needs because you're in this kind of environment and you i don't know naturally end up people pleasers not in a very extreme extent mm-hmm. but like uh, you know, we even taught like, you know, with the customers, like, you know, customers always right. Is it not like, you know, people pleasing kind of approach on that as well? Um, I think when it's conforming, let's say, or just adjusting and accepting the company culture, it's also our decision. If, if we can't and there is some negotiation and it doesn't happen, then it can be very painful to stay at a place where these things don't align. But that's what I think that, maybe I'm just too optimistic around that, but I feel mm. like there is no- oh, You're a positive more... psychologist though. <laughs> <laughs> but I like to think about it as realistic optimism. So considering the reality and facts, of course there are workplaces where, where they don't consider your needs, but I see a tendency of, maybe especially in the UK, um, that it is not that hierarchy based and you have a say in things and you can negotiate, you can talk about your needs. Um, so I'm not sure how that is in other countries, but for me, it's not people pleasing when you realistically accept that, okay, this is the job I chose that I applied for. These are the requirements and it's natural that I have to go with the requirements. Now with customer service roles, for example, yeah, there is a lot of, uh, I need to please the customer. But again, if it's part of the job and you don't have to betray yourself to do that, for me, that's not people pleasing. That's just trying to give a good customer service and great experience. I don't know if that answered. Yeah, carry on. Oh, no, I just said, I don't know if that answered your question. No, no, it's, it's fine. I mean, we're just exploring, you know. <laughs> um, you know, you, you, you're answering one thing, I, I'm getting another idea, I'm formulating the question. This is how the, you know, the conversation is happening. And, and I hope that, you know, the listeners are, are keep listening and, and, and getting something out of it. Like, you know, the by listening other people's conversation and this kind of exploration of the environment, I believe that, you know, some particular ideas resonates with their, their views and they got some insight for themselves. So it's, uh, you know, it's not answering the question. It's more about the exploring and, uh, and exchanging the views um by and by this journey we might end up with some very nice results you know that i think that's the whole point oh i love that (laughs) is that freestyling and bouncing off each other's ideas yeah and you know in your website yeah i just researched it and you mentioned that you are you are fascinated about the you know holistic views so Mm. uh, this is uh, this is a part of the adaptation of it (laughs) (laughs) yes that's amazing biz culture this is the podcast about the meaning of concepts in business i i still want to um ask you a couple things which we usually end up with the uh in this podcast is the Mm. the concepts 
And these concepts is actually is based on, on the um, cognitive anthropology uh, method um, as a research uh, to explore what kind of associations people have with the particular concepts in the sense that we would like to uh, get out of your conscious or subconscious mind, not mm. sure which one, but exactly. <laughs> to drag the, the, the meanings, what you have in your head about the particular concepts. So sure, three concepts, which I picked up and would like to ask you, yeah. I'm just saying the concepts and you, uh, after the hearing the concept, you just you know bullet points like you know any associations pops up in your head just tell me mm -hmm. just you don't need to explain anything just like you know any words uh, comes up in your mind just tell me okay so the first the first word is value value importance grounding core okay the next one business Serving life and exchange. Great. And the last one is people pleasing. <laughs> um, survival coping mechanism. Desire to connect and what's the word um, tell it in your language and then maybe the, the English word comes up oh agreeableness agreeableness I got it <laughs> and, and as understood you know that the people pleasing it's, it's, it's the main kind of topic for you right now and and yes. you released the, the package for, for, uh, for the people as well with the, you know, the, the module of the, the training or the sessions, particular sessions. Mm, yeah, like a coaching just, program. Yeah, just could you just tell like what's in it and like... Um, sure, what, absolutely. What value so, brings to, to the people. Oh, yeah, definitely. So yeah. it is a program it's a coaching program <clears throat> and um, it is around eight sessions more or less but it can be individualized to the person and it is a beautiful journey to become from a people pleaser you know who suppresses ignores their own needs desires values to become through this coaching program and come out as a, an authentic, expressive person who is grounded in their values and tries to have win-win relationships, as I mentioned, considering the own needs too. So <clears throat> having the authentic connection, when the connection is not with the people-pleasing facade, but it is with the real, real core authentic person. Now, how we do this is also personalized, but there are some basics. So we, of course, start with assessment, awareness, seeing where are the challenges, how is the person, and start to dig in and explore the needs of that person, the values, what are the situations where they find they feel neglected they feel taken for granted and how that can be changed so there is this grounding process in your authentic self and then the next stage is about the communication because it is easier to find your authentic self now in relationships to express it when and when you always said yes when you start to say no and you start to set your boundaries, you will have some backlash. You will have some resistance 
and you will need to learn how to stand in that fire of potential disapproval and you can say to yourself that this is really uncomfortable this is the worst for people pleasers of course but it is for a good cause so the relationships i am able to create are based on you know real love real acceptance acceptance of who i am and not who i show to please you it's more related to the, the the context or it's in general like you know can you know if, if the person is suffering the people pleasing at work let's say or or as a uh, let's say the salesperson you know and and not bringing the right results to, to their mm. you know to the charts um they they can basically more elaborate on that or you're going to you know quite deep into the personality and as a person itself despite their environment like is is it any particular tactic or strategy to it's, go and reach that people pleasing you know and find that okay? mm, yeah it's more of the second one <clears throat> that we go deep and it is more like it will cascade to all areas of your life there might be work environment is more challenging to represent yourself and your needs but once you start to implement that in one area of your life it will naturally ripple out to other areas too well basically just spread the if when you're getting the core the you know everything's there is a saying like, you know, when there is inside is clean and, har- you know, you feel the harmony outside the environment mm-hmm. also kind of match up to what you're feeling inside. So. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So pleasure, so pleasure. I'm so happy that, yes, Dina, you, you agreed to, to actually catch up with me on, on the podcast, uh, you know, floor. Yeah, of course, we just, a bit touched the you know the, the positive psychology the, the values the people pleasing and I, I bet you know if we will get uh, you know more time and, and more space to uh, explore we can go deep and deep into this topic but I'm guessing that the best is like you know to have another podcast with you or <laughs> <laughs> or people can reach out uh, to you so um the last words would you like to to i don't know share some the last thoughts from you or some yeah advices or like yeah how people can reach out anything you know yes of course sure so first of all simona thank you so much for inviting me um and it was a pleasure to talk to you you asked wonderful questions so i really enjoyed this process and this talk And thank you for all the listeners as well. If you stayed until here, that means you are open and receptive to this kind of self-development and positive psychology. And my, what I would like to close with is this. What I notice sometimes people are so entangled in their own thoughts, mind and emotions that they don't see a way out. They just think that's the way it is. But there is so much research, so many coping mechanisms, so many ways to get out of suffering and to start to live the life that you desire that I just want to say that just keep searching, reach out, ask for help because because I believe everyone is here for a reason and everyone is deserving of support and living a life of meaning. And what is my socials? So I am on Facebook, Instagram, I have the website and it is Conscious Power Coaching on Facebook and also on Instagram. Sorry, if you hear any noise, let me just, Oh, don't worry. We're still gonna, you know, um, type in and, and uh, show your uh, credentials and the contacts just to people. Oh, okay. Out. So Brilliant. In in the you know the uh, at the bottom of, of this podcast, uh, you can also find uh, find it. But 
Oh, okay, wonderful. Yes, so thank you again. And it was such a pleasure to have this very enjoyable conversation. And it was also something different from, from usual conversations. I really like the, the way we bounce ideas off each other. You see, that's the point, you know? <laughs> <laughs> You know, usually the, the, the you know, in the, the most of the podcasts, usually they have the particular questions and like, you know, they explore a bit, but um, I don't know, I, I like when, when the host also gets into the conversation and being a part of that journey of, of uh, guest perspective, you know, mm. um, I'm sure that, you know, we, we, we could go deep and more, but uh, for as for me, for the first time, or you know, kind of having the the you know the host position and and you uh, actually being in the podcast for the first time, it's, <laughs> I'm really happy with the results. <laughs> and likewise, likewise, it is it is interesting that for the first time, going with the flow, yeah, I think that yeah, that yeah. was amazing. Yeah, definitely. So let's have that flow for the rest of the day. Um, thank you again for, for being with me. Uh, and uh, thank you for the listeners listening. Uh, please subscribe. Please follow us. Please, you know, we have, uh, you know, the, the, the Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, every social kind of uh, platform where you can find us. And just like, you know, Let's keep in touch, and you know, for those who actually would like to be on the podcast, get get reach out to us. You know, we can have uh, this similar conversation with any of you. So, thank you again. Thank you, Sabrina, and uh, have a wonderful day. Bye. Take care. Ciao. 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 This culture. This is the podcast about the meaning of concepts in business.